Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one gave birth to the eye. Only the body was given birth to. The eye is eternal. And it preceded the existence of your mom or your grandmom or anyone. It's an eternal presence. And once you realize that's who I am, then whatever is related to the body will no longer have any control over you. But as long as you are identified as the bodily being and those biological people are the ones who created me, then there will be a sense of guilt. I can't be different than they want me to be. And that will hold you in in enslavement. And you won't be able to then help them. You go down with the ship. So there must be a detachment in order to actually be able to help them and love them. But to love them as part of the whole, not in some false specialness that sees you as defective. Okay, So it's very important not to fall into that trap. The Buddha, to become Buddha, had to leave his family. You know, he did. He left his wife. He left children. He left his, his role as the prince who would have become the king. He left the Dharma. He left all of that to become Buddha so that he could then come back and offer them a path to enlightenment. And it's sometimes necessary. It doesn't mean we all have to get divorced and leave everybody and you know, give our children to the orphanage. No, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that. No, not at all. But there's an internal identification that does have to be let go of so that our God self can then be present for them and not a self that they created and therefore we are subject to being the way they project on us that we are. So when we gain that freedom, we can then offer freedom to the other. Especially if we have children, we want the gift of offering that freedom to the child, not to put them under the bondage of having to be what our unconscious projections tell them they should be. So these are very important uh, elements. In, in classical India, there were four goals of life, artha, kama, dharma, and moksha. The artha meant the first thing you do is you learn how to make money and you go out and make as much as you can. That was the artha. And, and get a, a wife or a husband and have children and do all of that. Kama, of course, is the pleasure. You learn how to spend your money and enjoy it and... Uh, you, you engage in all the lower chakra pleasures. And then dharma. Then when you're mature and you realize that wasn't enough, you start studying the sacred scriptures and you want to then make sure you are living your life in this plane with integrity and uh, with ethical imperatives so that you are not going to create negative karma. Those are the three uh, that your early education is supposed to teach you. And then the final one, moksha, is the desire for liberation. When you've done all that and, uh, and your kids are old enough now to take over your business and your property, you go off into the woods and find a guru and you attain liberation. But when Buddha came, he said, that's nonsense. Forget artha, kama, and dharma. Go directly for moksha. It doesn't make sense wasting your life in those, those early uh, kinds of uh, desires because they'll ensnare you and you won't be able to get out. And you'll be trapped in a situation where the desire for moksha will never arise because you're too trapped and worried about the stock market and, and worried about what's going on in your divorce and how much money you're going to lose and what's, uh, your children are uh, dysfunctional and you've got to deal with that and all of that. So Buddha said, if you can avoid getting into those, all of those pleasures actually bring vexations. Lead a simpler life. Lead a life of, of moksha immediately or as soon as you realize that that's open to you. Now, if you have already made karmic commitments, Buddha says, no, don't leave them. 
like the others. Enjoy them. Do them with dharma. But remember that there is the horizontal dharma of the ego and there's the vertical dharma of Buddhahood. And bring both into alignment. Live in alignment with the vertical. Be the enlightened being and then give to those who have become your karmic responsibilities. Don't become a victim of your karma and don't become someone who is swallowed up by those karmic scenarios.